0: What is up, my friends? Welcome to Rebel and Creates Fatherhood Field Notes, where I interview incredible fathers gaining wisdom from their stories for you and I to grow in our craft. I'm your guide, Ned Shout, father to five kiddos, currently ages 8 to 15, and husband to my rad wife, Sarah, working on our 17th year of marriage. So yeah, I'm in the thick of it, the adventure of fatherhood. I am working daily to rebel against the low expectations for fathers and create a world where fatherhood matters. You and I have the greatest opportunity to impact our world through the way we embrace our fatherhood role. I believe the role of the father is to serve, guide, provide, protect, and to have fun in the messiness of it all today's guest is Anthony Kusa I love what this guy is rebelling against with the fatherhood fitness apparel brand he has created for Anthony this isn't just about a brand or about time in the gym this is a message to dads to live a lifestyle where they are healthy and present with their families enjoy this conversation with my friend Anthony <music> All right, here we go. Welcome to Fatherhood Field Notes. My new friend, Anthony. Anthony, what's up, man? How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Hey, man, I'm looking forward to talking fatherhood with you. And uh, I know people can't see you. So I just want to jump into a couple quick random questions so people can kind of know who we're talking to. So where do you live, Anthony?
1: Currently live in Roseville, California. Um, Okay. Northern California. Yep.
0: Okay. And uh, how old are you? I am 35. And how many years you've been married?
1: Seven. In our and how year. many
0: kids? Okay, right on, right on. And how many kids you guys got?
1: We have two. Um, a three and a half year old boy, Hudson, and then an almost two year old girl, Adriana.
0: Awesome. And then you think there'll be any more uh, coming coming down the pipe or you, are you, you, you guys done it too?
1: You're done. Done. Officially done. You know, theoretically done, but like officially done. Um, Adriana was a difficult pregnancy and so she was a scheduled C-section. And so while they were in there, did the old snip. Otherwise I would have been the one under the knife getting snip. So we are closed. So no more
0: close, closer business. Okay. Yeah. Right on man. Um, and then what do you do for a living to provide for the family?
1: Um, so I've done medical device sales for about 10 years now. Um, okay. but the clothing line now is primarily, um, where the majority of my time and effort and everything goes into. Yes,
0: yeah, so let's talk about that for a minute. Dad yeah. bought apparel. That is how I, you know, found you, met you. We're neighbors. I, we met once in person. So, so what is Dad bought apparel? Why'd you start it, and what's it all about?
1: Yeah, so it's a clothing line that we started about a little over three years ago. Um, pretty much right when we, uh, right before Hudson was born. Um, and the idea behind it was. When we found out we were pregnant with Hudson, all my I've always been into fitness and working out. And so all my buddies started telling me and giving me a hard time saying, oh, just wait till your son gets here. Just wait. You know, don't worry about working out. Don't worry about your diet and you better start working on your dad bod. And that was kind of where the light bulb went off of, you know, I know I knew at the time plenty of guys who had kids that were still fit or that I met at the gym. And for me, you know, I hated that idea or that notion that because you have a kid or because you have kids. It's your crux or your excuse to not work out or not be active or not stay healthy. Um, And then I took that and coupled it with the fact that there's not really any apparel out there for dads. That's just simple, fashionable, um, clean clothing that, that as a dad, you would want to wear or be proud to wear. So I just kind of took those ideas, married them together and created what you see today, which is just clean, simple, fashionable stuff that, you know, celebrates being a dad, um, but isn't in your face, you know, world's number one dad type of thing. So that's yeah, where yeah. the idea came from.
0: So, you know, when we're listening, fitness could mean that I, you know, go on a run a couple times a week. I think fitness might mean something different to you. So when you had your first, when, when Hudson was on his way, what did fitness look like for you?
1: It's pretty similar to what it is now, um, to be honest with you. Uh, I had done a couple competitions before um so you know was going what to What kind of competitions? Before. Physique. So like the physique okay. competitions um but you know I was used to going to the gym in the morning and doing cardio and then lifting in the afternoon and I still do that today. Um I'm still at the gym in the morning at five thirty, six, doing about 20 minutes or 20 30 minutes of cardio and then I'll lift in the afternoon for 40 45 minutes to an hour. Um and I still do that regularly. This is probably 5 to sometimes 7 days a week. Um so still pretty consistent to what it was before and I think that's the biggest misconception uh of the brand as well as of just being fit because there's nothing wrong with going on a run twice a week if that's what you can afford to do and that's what your time allows and that's what gets you at least feeling good about health and how you look and everything else you know then then that's fine and I think that a lot of guys think that because our brand is more fitness geared or is aimed at that um that you have to be some phenomenal shape whatever ripped three percent body fat person to wear it, which is not the case at all i'm definitely not that person um, but you know i think that it's just anything in between whatever you can do and whatever you're able to do as long as you're staying healthy and you don't use the fact that you have kids as an excuse to not work out or not be healthy then it doesn't matter
0: Right on. I dig it, and I know we'll talk more about that—the dad bod and 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 some of the you know the misconceptions in a little bit. But I don't want to forget this question um, before I ask you a couple other things, you know, as precursors. But the question I don't want to miss is, you know, having two kids and deciding to continue to you know maintain your regiment. Have you found that you've become more disciplined in having the kids, and that maybe you're not at the gym just like. You know, going and hanging out, like you show up and you get your stuff done, or or has that not changed as much? Um
1: Um, I don't know that the like at the gym specifically has changed that much. Um, I will say that I'm much more deliberate with my time. Um, because I yeah. have kids, So, you know, I'm not home a ton. So when I am home, then it is you know, it's quality time, it's making sure I'm present. Um, but at the same time, you know. If I'm going to be using my time for something else, it has to be deliberate and it has to be, you know, worthwhile. So I, I'd say that I'm I'm usually pretty efficient. And I time my day out to where it's like, okay, I have this amount of time to get here, there, blah, blah, blah. And I time my day out pretty detailed to make sure that I'm utilizing every second of the day.
0: Now, were you that way pre kids?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I was that way, but probably more so now. Um, just because, you know, I mean, you everybody has the same amount of time in a day. So how much, you, what you want to do with it is up to you and is, is really determined on how you use that 24 hours in a day, you know? So for me, I'm trying yeah. to, I have goals, I have things that I want to achieve, um, and I have my family that I need to be around for. So.
0: Yeah, man. Dig it. Okay. right, uh, will come back to some of that. Um, when you think about fatherhood, what would you describe the role of the father as?
1: I mean that's hard because I think that each each dad and each family is different. You know, there's some there's stay at home dads, there's dads that work and provide. So I mean, it, I think it just really depends on what works for you and your family. I think that I think the one role, regardless though, is to make sure that your family is provided for and is taken care of and that your kids feel loved and are and feel supported. Um, I think that's pretty universal, no matter what your role what- is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think it means to support your kid?
1: I mean, both just from a sense of letting, being able to have them achieve what they, what they want to. I mean, my kids are too young to have goals or know what they want. to. Kind of
0: though. But, but when you and I, before we hit record, we were talking about your son's goal right now, three and a half year old, and you were passionate about you you weren't even referring to it as a goal. You were just talking about like milestone and how you're coming alongside your kid. And so, I mean, three and a half, the way you talked about it was still like a passionate goal. So, what's what's that thing he's working on?
1: Yeah. So, he just got a uh, a, a big boy bike, if you will. I don't know what the correct yeah. term is. But, uh, he, we got him on a balance bike when he was young. He completely mastered that. So, he's kind of now at the point where he needs a normal bike with pedals. And so, we're going straight from the balance bike to the bike without the training wheels um, and trying to get Brad. him in there. So you know, he's, he's frustrated yesterday. He was really frustrated trying to get it, couldn't get it, but you know, that's something we'll work on, um, go to a park and just have him kind of like keep trying. But you know, that's just one of those things, you know, as a dad, each, each aspect that they do is kind of a new milestone and something new and exciting. And I think that, you know, it's easy to just say that you're working and I'm guilty of it myself, you know, where I'm on my phone, I'm responding to something or I'm checking social media or responding to an email and it's like putting it down for a minute to help him ride his bike or putting it down for a minute to to kick the soccer ball with him are things that I've been working on recently um to to help be supportive you know and make sure they feel that
0: yeah is there anything that you do in in you know running run you know being in sales running a business you know, having your, your physical goals. Is there anything you do to track your time, energy, intentionality, you know, other than just like, I feel like I didn't, you know, ride bikes with my kid, or I feel like I didn't do soccer with him. Is there anything you do to like track that? Or how do you reflect Uh, on it?
1: No. And that's something that I'm not, I've never been good at is like, I'm not one to write things down. I'm not one to have like calendars or um, journals or anything like that. So it's all, in my head. And, um, you know, I do a decent job of tasking things out in my head and like compartmentalizing things, but I also am not good about, I internalize every a lot of stuff. So I, I keep everything inside and, um, and it can sometimes build up. So that's something I'm also conscious of that I'm trying to work on, but you know, it's hard. Um, I'm definitely not one of those like emotional types, so I don't necessarily show my emotions one way or another. So but I'll tell you one thing though. Having kids like before, not like, I mean, nothing, you know, and now it's like, I see a commercial, I'm like, damn, what is that? What is that wet stuff that like is building up in my eye? You know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's this <laughs> feeling I, yeah. I have right now? <laughs> yeah, man. No, that's cool. That's really cool. And I think it's good for people to hear, you know, cause it's like, I think so much of the time the answer is like, oh I have this app and I track all my stuff and I get up at you know 3:45 a.m and it's like I track every single thing which I think works great for some people and I track a lot of stuff but I think it's also helpful to, to know yourself and go this is what works for me this is how I stay in tune with what matters to me um, and and I, I internalize things and I think about you know where I'm at what's important and then reflect on and then make my next move make my next decision so so that's
1: cool too honestly it's like if you have kids you know that's nice in theory but it's damn near impossible because they can do something that all of a sudden your day screwed up or you have things planned out of they're gonna be here at this time do this at that time and you know all of a sudden they have an accident or whatever they have a meltdown and that that goes completely out the window and you have to pivot and figure out something else to do and that happens a lot too with the business right now which has helped is just there's things that I have planned out or I have suppliers ready to go and then something changes and especially with covid like shipping has been a nightmare getting supplies has been a nightmare so it's just you know having backup plans being able to pivot being able to change switch things around um for me that's why you know i i have my schedule in my head but i also know like if i have like if something if a happens then i can switch a with b and on to How do you right? do
0: in those moments? Because I says so my day can get thrown off pretty easily. Like if I have a plan and then something throws yeah. it off, it, it it takes a lot of mental energy for me not to just go to like, this day is ruined. <laughs> so is there anything you do uh to like just jockey a change in your day?
1: Not really. I mean for me it's just I I can Like I said, for me, I break things out into manageable tasks. And so I know like, okay, this I can do this instead and then I can switch and go back to that, right? So if it's like, I was planning on going to the gym at this time, but something changed, I'll go to the gym at a different time and do what I was going to do. You know what I mean? So just kind of flipping around. So you
0: kind of know what's important for the day and you're okay if it gets flipped around in order. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, that's, yeah, I could definitely learn from that for sure. So I love what you talked about in the role of the dad. They need to be loved. They need to be supported, and there's also not one right way to do it. You know, I mean, that seems like kind of what you're talking about. Which, which, what's up?
1: Yeah, yeah that's pretty much it in a in clip notes version.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, um, my next question is: Who was the best example to you of a father, and why? Or a father figure? Or like, is there some example that you look to, whether it be a father, your your actual dad, grandfather, stepdad? character in a movie. I mean, what was the 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 example that you saw and, and why did it stand out to you?
1: I mean, yeah, I, I'm fortunate to have like amazing parents and my dad is also amazing. Um his story for me is is pretty pretty awesome and, and definitely motivating for me. Um he's first generation US his mom came over here um when he was a kid with his three brothers, so they're four brothers and um would not really any money or anything so like they shared a car they shared one bedroom and their two-bedroom apartment he didn't speak any english when he got over here and then um he just kind of like was able to work hard and and you know went to a good school for undergrad and then went to stanford for graduate school um wow an engineer you know and we weren't we were definitely comfortable but we weren't like ever like that family you know and and he's just been he's always very financially savvy and also just Made sure that you know we went to college, that that was taken care of, that all these things for us were taken care of, and um, you know that was definitely kind of my first reaction when Hudson was born. wasn't like I didn't have, and I tell people this too is like I didn't have that like immediate love at first sight feeling, where like I feel like as parents, both sides like are kind of guilty of creating this feeling of you're supposed to feel a certain way or you're going to have this emotion when this happens or when that happens and you know to be honest I didn't have that um I knew I wanted to be a dad but I, I also was never that like person that was always wanting to hold kids or wanting to pick up kids or play with kids mm-hmm. or anything like that I mean Hudson was probably the third or fourth baby that I had ever held in my life before before and I was like you know I was more like yeah like you want to hold a baby I'm like no, nah, I'm good. You know, like I was like <laughs> then, you know. Then the guy was like, "Yeah, please," you know, and um so for me when he was born, that was the feeling that I had was more of that protector provider and and also ah, uh, yeah. really there was something now that I was responsible for that was bigger than I was that you know, my goal is to make sure that his life and how he is and everything in his life is better than how mine was. So to build something yeah. for him or, or do things that are going to make sure that he's taken care of. And his life is better than how mine was. And that's what I feel like my dad and my parents did for, for me and my brother.
0: Man, that's huge. That's huge. What a great example. And I think it's so great for you to acknowledge that, you know, I think so many dudes might feel like, feel like, uh, Oh my gosh, I don't feel I'm supposed to feel a certain way when my baby's born. But the reality is, is there isn't some right way, but that, but that provider and protector was what kicked in for you. It's like almost innate. Um, and then the example you had of your father, I mean, dude, put your head down to the grindstone, make it happen. Go learn what you got to learn and then provide a great, you know, great life for your family. It sounds like you're just trying to continue to grow on that, you know, to take that and make it even better and continue the legacy of what your, your, your family has done for you.
1: It's funny that you said it. It's funny you said legacy because I was going to say that's where the whole motto for the clothing brand came from. Was you know our our uh, our motto is leave your legacy, and it's it's kind of not just like your kid is you know carries your last name and is kind of your legacy just from a de facto standpoint, but also what do you want to do as a parent to to leave a legacy for them for in general, you know? And so that's kind of where that came from. So yeah.
0: Yeah, man, I love I love that word legacy. Power, it's powerful. When you really think about what it means, you know, and, and clearly you have as as it's the model for your guys' brand. That's cool. Um, all right, so this question might be a little, little bit harder. I just started asking it, and so uh you're one of the lucky new ones. Nice. But what have you learned about yourself in becoming a father? And it could be at any stage. It doesn't have to be like the you know, the first weeks yeah. you had a baby, but but what have you learned about yourself?
1: Um I just I think for me, I've learned that like kind of resilience, um, a little bit more resilience in the sense of like, you know, you just get things done. Um, you're going to have sleepless nights because obviously for us, we're in that stage where we have young kids who don't sleep well or whatever the case is. Right. So you have sleepless nights, you have different challenges that they bring all the time. I mean, stress on your marriage is, is one, I, I think that most parents can, can, um, relate to um more power to you if you haven't but you know my wife and i were like it's just it's just resilience and everything right where you have challenges that are going to come up and again it's a lot of stress the kids bring to to the dynamic of of life and
0: yeah life is already difficult marriage is already difficult and then you throw a couple little human beings in there that need need you (laughs) i mean mean, yeah take
1: any any aspect of it finances sleep um uh, marriage i mean you name it any aspect and they're gonna throw kind of an additional strain on it but it's it's crazy right because if you put that out on paper most people are like i would never do that right but then you talk to <laughs> like, it's, it's worth it like it you know what i mean like it doesn't it doesn't yeah. matter today, you know and that's the crazy thing about what what a kid brings to your life is that it's no matter what, it's still it's worth it at the end of the day, which is insane to say, you know. So I think that just the resilience and the the being able to push through different challenges and and learn along the way has been something that I've definitely learned about myself.
0: Man, that's super cool. So what is it about? It sounds like when you come across a conflict or a a a, a rock in the road, whatever. That is something that actually motivates you, not something that you want to run away from or say, "Ah, this is too difficult." What is it about you that makes you that way?
1: You know, honestly, I don't, I don't know what it is about me. I've, I've always been that way uh, my entire life. Uh, my mom always says that, like, perseverance is the word that she always uses to describe me. Um, I've been that way ever since I was a kid um, through high school. You know, I worked, <clears throat> I, wor- I worked, I um, worked like three jobs at certain points in high school just because I enjoyed it, not because I needed to. They didn't want me to. that They wanted me to focus on grades, so they said to not work, and I still did it. Um, I broke my arm when I was 17, and, you know, even in high school, I was at the gym twice a day before school and then after school to try to get back to where I was physically once I was cleared to start working out again. So I've always kind of had that attitude. Um, you know, I, I for me, I, feel, I look at a challenger. I look at uh, something as like – anything that's difficult as a challenge. And the way that I see things is if it was easy, everybody would do it. So anything that's yeah. worth it all usually is harder to get to, you know, and, and, and also too, like shit happens and things are going to come up in life that are going to flip your world upside down, or you're going to think you're cruising and one minute, next minute you hit a speed bump or you hit a wall. And that happened last year to a lot of people. It happened to us as well. Um,
0: yeah, no doubt.
1: You know, And I think it's how you like what you take from those situations, how you learn and then also like how you push through and and move forward from it.
0: Yeah, so so I know, you know, um, perseverance and resilience are things that describe you. Is there any advice you would give anybody who when they when they are confronted with a pandemic or with a big change in their world or being a new dad or something, it's like, when you come to that rock in the road, you're looking at it like, okay, I'm gonna figure this out. So, is there any, is there any advice you'd give people in how to make the the hard decision or hard the, decisions?
1: I think the biggest thing is just knowing you're not alone. You know, like just knowing mm. that for the most part, in most circumstances, you're not the only one going through. Like the pandemic, for example, last year. I feel. I, I mean. I joke there's probably like a small little group of people that are on TikTok that loved last year. Outside of that, I would say the 99% of people couldn't stand last year, right? And like it presented some sort of challenge in one way or another, some more than others. But, you know, knowing that there's other people that are going through it or have gone through it is I think the biggest thing and kind of knowing your network or finding a network that would help you um, is key, you know, for me, I've been fortunate with the business. I have like a decent network of friends that have their own mm. business that I'm able to reach out to with regards to different challenges that I come through um, that I've come in to come in last year. Parents, obviously, like we have our friends who are parents. So, you know, talking to them about different things that may have happened um, or what I'm going through, same kind of thing. You know, And I think that's important to have like your network or your support system.
0: Yeah. So would you say as a dude, are you open? Are you open to like when sharing stuff or no?
1: No, man, I'm, I'm actually not. So, I mean, for me to, for me to like share something or talk to somebody about something is like, um, it has to be pretty, pretty bad or I'm like really having a hard time. Um, And there's like a handful of guys that I will talk to about that. I'm a great listener. So you
0: do have those dudes though. You have those dudes though. Yeah,
1: I have a handful, but I mean, and, but it's funny because I always tell people, like, yeah, do talk to me. I'm here anytime if you need it. Like, call me yeah. 24-7, call me. My phone's on if you need something, right? So I'm a great listener, and I'm always here to, like, talk, but I'm not that guy that calls, so.
0: Yeah, 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 But But like you said, I think for a lot of dudes, it's knowing that I'm not alone. So even just that knowing, like, for you and I, you know, if we're in the gym working out together and I say, you know, some something I had at work that was a, a bummer, you don't even necessarily have to sit down and, talk with me for an hour over tea for me to feel better about it. It's almost like we could just make a couple jokes or you say, Oh my gosh, I had the same thing happen the other day. And then boom, that's almost enough for dudes. But I think that not enough dudes are putting themselves in an environment, which like gym and working out and have your homies you work out with is a great environment to create those moments so that you don't feel alone. Yeah. Right on. So, this podcast is Fatherhood Field Notes. We're already doing it, right? We're opening up your field notes. You're sharing your life, the good, the bad, all of it. And, uh, the, the motto or the mantra behind it is rebel and create. And, uh, that's just been super important for me. And it can, it can be on something really small or something large. So like it could be I'm rebelling against being on my cell phone at the dinner table so that I create great memories and conversations with my family or I'm rebelling against, you know, the status quo of masculinity in, you know, the United States so that I can create whatever. So when you think about that, what is something that you're rebelling against and what do you hope to create out of that?
1: I mean, so we might have to use that for one of our ads because I think the clothing line is literally that's the the mantra behind our clothing line, right? Is it we're yeah. rebelling the the stereotype of what a dad bot is supposed to be, and we're creating a motivational platform and apparel that helps motivate parents to be active. And what I started saying um, more recently is active, not just in the physical sense, but in the the literal sense, or not just the literal sense, but whatever, right? Like you're active both physically as well as in your kid's life, right? So yeah, creating an active parent. Um, being healthy as well as being present and being active in your children's lives. So that's kind of what the whole idea behind the brand is, um, is that notion of, you know, and that that's the part that pisses me off the most about people that will comment on a post or comment on an ad of like, you don't have a dad bod. That's not what dad bod looks like, or you better look up the dictionary of a dad bod. And it's like, dude, like, look, if you want to, if you want to sit and watch TV all day and you know, eat shitty food and use that as an excuse. Like I have kids and I don't have time. You have time to sit there and watch TV. Right. So for us, like
0: no, yeah,
1: um, wear our clothing, to be honest with you, um, you know, we want, and like I said before, it doesn't have to be you're in the gym, you know, like just get outside with your kids and take a walk around the neighborhood. Um, things like that is, you know, what we see and I love getting those messages of dads. You're know, like, dude, like this motivates me. Like, thank you so much for, something that I'm proud to wear that like I have to wear that shirt when I go to the gym or I have to wear this when I do whatever. Right. And for me that means everything. And that's part of it that I didn't see when I first started this. Um, but yeah, my hope is that, you know, one day a dad bought it. And that's, what's funny, right? Is if you take this and you flip it and someone said like to a, a mom, like, Hey, that's not a mom bod. You don't have what a mom bod's supposed to look like. They would lose their shit. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. what you're doing is like, you're telling a dad, like, you don't have a body of like, you don't have the body of what you're supposed to look like. It's like, what does that mean? Like, what is, what is, what are, what is your body supposed to look like? Because you're a dad, you know what I mean? So,
0: yeah, dude, when you say that, it's funny when you make the comparison to a mom. Cause yeah, you would never say that, but it's almost like dads will use it as a, like a, like a, a pride piece to go, I have a dad bod, you know, like my, I've got kids now. I don't have to put the effort in anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. um, but what a shitty way to live because now you don't look as good for your wife, regardless of what she looks like. You're not, you're not stepping up your game where she wants to see you with your shirt off, bro. And then you're not in a position to be, uh, where you could be outside and play with your kid or play catch and not get winded or go chase your kid down or go play basketball with your 15 year old. Like, dude, those are all the things that I want to do. And so I think what you're rebelling against is huge. And the piece of a dad standing behind that as like an okay trophy. Like I have a dad bought and I look like I don't care. Like that sucks. And what are you teaching your kids with that?
1: Well, and that's, Again, dude, you pretty much are like segmenting into everything I'm gonna say after you start talking. Is because <laughs> you give me an <laughs> that, like, <laughs> transitions perfectly. Is um uh, they're watching, right? So, like, what are you when you said, like, what are your kids? What are you teaching your kids with that? They're always watching, even three and yeah. two. They're little sponges. So, if they see us healthy, they see us taking them to the gym because we have childcare at our gym, they see us always going to the gym, you know, they see us being active playing sports with them, doing whatever around the house versus just sitting on the couch watching movies or watching TV, they're picking up on that. Like, our son is, like, insanely active, which I love. And I'm not going to, like, turn that off. Like, I'm going to encourage him to do whatever sports and anything, you know, outside of football, but encourage him to do any sports, period, that he wants to do it and make sure that he's able to do so. Um, You know, and and the other night, like, I was just out of nowhere. I'm like, hey, man, can you do a push-up? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, let me see. And I mean, dude, he literally bent his arms chest almost to the ground push himself back up I'm like damn like who-? first of all how do you know what a push up was and second of all like yeah how-
0: yeah yep.
1: right um but it's like they're they're watching everything you do good and bad you know like yeah so i think that that's a big part and that's why we say too like staying fit isn't just about you anymore and that's the truth mm. like
0: that kind
1: of like dispel those trolls of you know oh, you're selfish because you want to go to the gym all the time. It's like, no, nah, man, I'm I'm going to the gym all the time, one, so I can feel good, but two, so that I'm around for my children later on in life. Um, Because, you know, when you work out and when you stay healthy, and, it like, you feel better, you, you know, you look better, but you feel better. Like, you're, everything is, is releasing and you just feel better. If I miss cardio in the morning, I don't, I feel like my day is a little bit more foggy than it is if I do cardio in the morning. You know, so if you have that energy and you have that feeling and you have your endorphins running, you're going to have that at home as a dad with your kids versus if you feel sluggish and you just feel blah, you know what I mean? Like it's going to be the same feeling.
0: Oh yeah. hundred percent, man. I recently changed my working out. I'll do it at 430. So I'll work and then 430 to 530, get my workout in. And how much different am I going to show up at home at say six o'clock than if I get off, maybe have a shot of whiskey or a beer right. and then go home and watch... You know, sit on the the couch versus going in, to the gym for an hour and then going home. I mean, clearly, I'm going to be more engaged as a father when I show up at home. Now, that doesn't have to be your regimen. But the point is, like, what are you feeding your body? Right. I mean, food, workout, all of it yep. to be an engaged parent.
1: Yep, Exactly.
0: Dude, I love, I love what you guys are rebelling against, man. And I just had my brother on the podcast and he, um, him and I used to race BMX a lot. And, yeah. uh, he was sharing with me how they've been racing down in Rockland or Roseville down near you. And, um, he's like the only dad or one of the only dads out there racing. And he's like, I hear other dads yelling at their kids from the sideline, like pedal harder, pedal harder. And my brother's like, bro, you ain't doing it. Right. You're not out there working out with your kid, you know? And I, my brother's 35 and he's out there racing just so that his son could race you know with him and see him lose and see him win and it's like how much more fun is that as a dad to be able to get out there and do that with your kid
1: so i gotta ask him for some tips to get our son on the on the normal bike then because he's probably a pro
0: yeah his kids were all on the the balance bikes and and uh yeah he's he's all about it man um So what else, when you think about, you know, dad bod and and what you're rebelling against, is there anything else? I know we've touched on some like really amazing things, anything else that's on your mind about it or anything else you would, you would give some dad, some advice if they're listening to this going, yeah, I've been a piece of crap and haven't done it and use the old, you know, dad bod excuse. What would you tell them to, to kind of like snap out of that mentality?
1: You know, everything's a choice, right? So I think it's just choosing to get started. Um, you don't yeah. have to have this, like amazing breakthrough moment, and it could be a wake up call, right? It could be like you have a health scare, or you have um, a moment where you're playing with your kid, and like you said, you're winded, or you're trying to carry your kid up the stairs, and you're winded, or whatever the case is, right? It could be a wake up call, which is fine. Like everyone needs some sort of a shot in the arm to get started, right? But um, that's just it; it's just getting started, you know. Because just like it's habit forming for me to go to the gym at five thirty in the morning, and do cardio at first it sounded terrible right and to be honest with you like there's days that are harder than others to do it there's days that i skip because i don't feel like it uh, but i enjoy it and if i do skip a day i honestly feel like shit the rest of the day that i and i think about like oh i can't believe like i actually bailed and like used you know was comfortable in bed and decided not to get out and i'm like pissed off at myself for doing that right so um so i mean like that's the thing where it goes both ways it's habit forming one way or another right like if you get used to having a beer every night mm, you're yeah gonna have it, right um and again i'm not i'm not saying that anything is right or wrong both ways right like it it's it could be detrimental to be at the gym for two three hours every day as well like that's a bad habit to get into um in terms of like just excess either way right but i think just for making sure. the conscious decision that okay i'm going to do this right and you know Again, it could be literally I'm going to do a 30-minute walk with my family after dinner every night or every other night or whatever, right? And then it would become every night. And then that's like a moment that you get to enjoy with your family again, right? So just little things that you can find like, okay, I'm going to do this with my son or I'm going to do this with my daughter. I'm going to do whatever the case is, right? And then they'll start to pick up on it, you know, and they'll start to want to do it, right? So I think it's just choosing to take a first step in whatever direction it is you're trying to do. Right. And then have a goal that you're trying to achieve.
0: So talk about that. So what do you mean have a goal you're trying to achieve? I mean, just
1: in terms of like what you want, what you want your goal to be. Right. I mean, I, for me, when I was competing, like, obviously my goal was to be able to, I wanted to win. I didn't win. I got like at the very bottom of the, of the class that I competed in. But, um, you know, my goal is to win. I didn't, but, to compete right and at the time like it was that was all i did it's so much harder now and i have absurd respect for all the dads and moms out there that still compete with kids because it's insane like the dedication but i mean like yeah you know staying healthier if you want to lose weight if that's one of your goals if you want to build muscle that's one of your goals like doing things that are going to get you closer to that and it doesn't have to be just physical or fitness related just in general right if you want to do You know, set like I'm gonna. A lot of people count their steps or count how many miles they walk or run. You know, anything, right? Because at the end of the day, if you have something you're trying to achieve, it makes it easier to do the steps necessary to get there, right? So,
0: yeah, man. I just, I really like how your your kind of the influence behind Dadbot isn't just like get in the gym and let's all get super gnarly, but it's go on a walk with your family, like go get outside, go play catch, go ride bikes. And, and this mentality of it doesn't have to look one way. And I really like that because I think sometimes us dudes, especially we're like, okay, man, I'm motivated. So then we go get the gym membership. We go get the $150 pair of shoes and a bag. And then we don't do crap. Like we, we do these, like we'll research it. Instead of just going out and doing something and starting small maybe and setting some achievable goals for ourselves, and so I just really i mean and even on your guys's Instagram and everything you put out there it's so family friendly and not so much let's just use dad or fatherhood as a hook to try and get a bunch of buff dudes to like wear and follow our stuff right it's more lifestyle and passion and family for you guys,
1: yeah, absolutely I mean it's you know it's fitness, family and fatherhood right um
0: yeah. but
1: for us like that's where we've kind of evolved to is more of like athleisure right it obviously started mm. in the fitness space and and um really geared in that direction but we still do right we still have it but it's more athleisure than it is just all we do is strictly gym stuff what we try to do is clothing that you could wear in the gym it's comfortable enough to wear in the gym it looks good in the gym but you could also choose to wear it you know to go get coffee, to go get lunch, whatever the case is, right? So it's doing both. And I think that's where um, we have really evolved. And we have, you know, different shapes and sizes and everything on our page. And that's what I also say to people that try to say something is like, look, man, like, look at our page. We have every shape and size under the sun. So for you to say like, that's not a dad bod, like, that's stupid. And it's ignorant, you know, because every dad has different shapes and sizes. And again, like, you could work your ass off and still not look like someone that doesn't have to work as hard. You know, that's, that's part of it too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I will say I, I, I got a pair of sweatpants and I love my sweatpants. I can wear them in the gym and, or I can just chill with them at home and they're super, super comfortable. Um, your uh, man, you're going to love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're going to love my last question here. So it's the last question I always ask. So, uh, it's a legacy question. Yep. Imagine yourself, Let's say 30 years from now, your kids will be roughly your age right now. Mm-hmm. And you're standing out in the street, peering into their homes, not creepy, just peering into their homes, seeing how they're living their lives. What is it that you see? And they might not say, Our dad taught us this, but when you watch them in their homes, the way that they're living their lives, you know that the day in and day out decisions that you made created that. Um, so, what is that? What do you see? What's that legacy?
1: You know, I'm hoping that when they're that age, that they kind of are those parents that I hope I am and that I strive to be, mm. right? Um, I also hope that we have a relationship where, you know, they want us to be at the house or come see them and the grandkids as much as we want to, right? Because you hear those stories as well. Um, so I want to continue to have that that relationship and friendship with them, um, hopefully mm. because, you know, at the end of the day you're a parent. So you you don't it's such a fine line, right? Like you want to be their friend, yeah. but you also can't be their friend, right? So it's that fine line of like being a parent but also being a friend. Um, you know, my parents were definitely parents, right? Like they were parents, not necessarily the friends, right? Like I, didn't, I was I didn't have that relationship with them where like I told them everything, right? Or like came to them for advice on random stuff or you know alcohol or whatever you want to call it right um i want our kids to have that with us where they're where we're their parents but also they feel comfortable enough to say hey you know like i'm gonna go to a party tonight and i'm telling like all right well you know have it here right like i'd rather be in our house than someone else's house right um your friends can too as long as their parents are cool with it type of thing right like we want to be like that relationship where they feel open enough because I see that with our, some of my friends as well where they're open enough to tell parents anything and I want that I didn't have that um, as a kid I know that my parents probably felt or wanted that for us but I didn't um, mm-hmm. don't know why right um, but I want that and I want to also have that relationship as we get older because like like I was saying like I have friends now with kids and you hear that with her parent with their parents that like they're around too much they don't want them to come around as much or it's too much. And for me, I want my kids to feel like, no, dad, anytime you want to come by and see us and the grandkids, you're more than welcome. And we want to see you.
0: Yeah. See you. Yeah. You know? I, I dig it, man. I dig it. Yeah. Just creating that long lasting relationship. And I think it's so cool to look that far to not just go, I got these kids till they're 18, but I'm their parent and I'm, I, I'm an important, I play an important role in their life forever you know, as brother. long as I'm here. And and so to cultivate that relationship, to cultivate that friendship is I think uh, an amazing legacy piece to build. So Anthony, brother, thank you so much for being on the Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. Where can people find you and find uh, Dad Bought Apparel?
1: Of course, man. Thank you so much for having me. This is, this is a blast. Thank you. Right on. Uh, yeah, we are on Instagram, Facebook um, and our website. So Instagram is DadBot underscore apparel. Facebook is just DadBotApparel. And then our website is DadBotApparel.com. Um, and yeah, we have everything for the whole family. So dad, mom, kid, um, everything, and a lot of stuff coming down down the pipe too. So excited for what the spring and summer is going to have. So
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, I just encourage everybody to go follow that, check it out, and to see all the cool stuff that they're doing. Anthony, I appreciate you, man. Keep doing what you're doing, inspiring dads to not have the old dad bod.
1: Thanks, man. Will do.
0: What a great conversation. I so enjoyed meeting Anthony and I love what he's rebelling against. I love that message, rebel against the dad bod and just how that ties in so nicely to what rebel and create and what you and I are all about, which is rebelling against the low expectations, rebelling against the status quo and creating the life that you and I desire as we have found ourselves on the adventure of fatherhood. So I hope you're all feeling inspired to start somewhere if you're not already and that you would live a long, healthy life, very present and engaged with your family. I want to say thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Create's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast, What You Do Matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned Shout Together. Let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood. And if you could take a quick second and write a review, it would mean the world to me and help spread the word that fatherhood matters. If you have a question, a thought, a guest, please shoot me an email, ned at rebelandcreate.com. Talk to you next time we